welcome to Peaches Podcast. Uh, this is a podcast about our love of the Midwest and three lifelong friends growing up there. Uh, my name is Evergreen. You can call me Ever. My pronouns are he, him. My name is Tawny, and uh, my pronouns are she, her. Uh, and I'm Rivers, and my pronouns are he, him. If not made abundantly clear by the fact that you chose the name Rivers. Like Rivers Cuomo? No, Cuomo. listen, I do love the Green Album, but I will not be, oh, I will not be reduced <laughs> to Weezer. <laughs> reduced? Do you mean limited by no, Weezer? You're I, so much more than Weezer? I'm so much more than Weezer. This, we cannot start a Midwest podcast being um like a, like a Weezer hate you podcast. You brought up Weezer. I'm just saying I that said I liked Weezer. Name. I'm just saying, what, whatever. <laughs> you, do you want to tell them what your original name was? No, I don't. Okay. You promised that you wouldn't you wouldn't uh be rude to me until podcast two. All right. Okay, y'all. Well, we're going to um introduce ourselves and give a little bit of background into how we met, what our whole thing is. Uh, and I thought we could maybe start by like a fun fact now that everybody knows our awesome names, which are obviously not our like real names. We have like fun podcast names. So um, so yeah, what's your fun fact, Tawny? Um, uh, my fun fact. Uh, for now, it's just that I used to sing opera competitively, and now I don't. But well, hey, we've all day. had a, a lifelong decision made about not being involved <laughs> in music anymore. No, yeah, no, no. We're we're involved just from a loving distance. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, I kind of forgot my fun fact. Oh yeah, my fun fact is that um, one time at Milwaukee Pride. We'd just finished watching Trixie Mattel and uh, the three of us legitimately made the decision between getting corn on the cob and cheese curds and seeing Kim Petras for free, like slightly pre her getting really famous. Oh, and yeah. uh, we, we chose well, cheese curds, listen, right? They, we, we could have also gone to a furry rave. We did go we, to the furry uh, rave. We watched on the outskirts of the furry rave. Right, but that was because it was right next to the cheese curds. It was like across the way. <laughs> okay, well, what's your fun fact, buddy? Uh, my fun fact is that the strawberry monster energy drink from Duncan, which I can't remember the name of, every time I order it there, it's I an say- It's energy slush, I think. Every time I order it there, I say- hey what's the monster energy drink thing do you guys have that and then they're like yeah we have it and i'm like yes i want the strawberry one uh that's my favorite nasty drink you know that's I my favorite say, drink to get nasty i will to. say the thing with dunkin donuts is um at starbucks i order a ice mocha really any local place i like to go to a local local little zone i order a ice mocha it's gonna taste the same every freaking time every freak darn time but I order anything at Dunkin' Donuts and it is always a different drink. It is always a little bit different. It. An iced matcha latte there could mean anything. And I do like that. <laughs> I really appreciate that. For Dunkin' Donuts, uh, yeah, there's really, it's really hit or miss. It's hit or so hit. So many times. <laughs> like the Kit Kat one where it was like, okay, I, I figured there's gonna be like Kit Kat chunks oh. in like, you know, <laughs> like creamy That one was repay. no hate but Instead it was just like, someone shook out the dust from a Kit Kat packet yeah, into like it like wafer flavoring the, yeah it was like the whisper of a wafer the three employees podcast yeah the three employees at the Dunkin Donuts split a Kit Kat between them and then spit the dust no, into the drink don't do them like that because the Heath bar is amazing right the Heath bar flavor is great I don't I don't 
fuck around with that. I like, oh, like shoot, I can't <laughs> swear in this thing. I'm gonna have to. You're allowed to swear. Oh, I'm We're gonna just gonna have to bleep, bleep this it. so much. Yeah, you're allowed to swear. You just because you're not, you're not trying to work with. Should we have a swear jar? Oh, we should have a we swear should have jar. a swear jar. We what? should have a swear and, jar. And, and it's a swear jar that uh, gives we, us money for cheese curds. Yeah, I was gonna say that we spend it Culver's. <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't um, we like donate it to charity or something? Hey, do you okay, think that we have accents to the people who are listening to this? Don't um, say that with an added little accents. extra sexy you all have accent. accents. Of course, I have an accent. Okay. Everyone anyway, does. we're gonna go through where we were born, where we grew up, and where our backyard is for y'all. Um, our backyard is basically our neck of the woods, like any, any little town or major city that we live outside of or whatever, college town, somewhere, somewhere that we visit often. Yeah. And we, we don't need a GPS to get around there. You know, it, it it feels like home, which for us could almost be Canada, but, uh, yeah, Tawny, you can go first. I've never been to Canada. You almost were in Canada when I officiated that wedding in that garage. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Anyway, go ahead, Tawny. Born in Rockford. Rapper. and raised near there mm-hmm. um but i have a lot of family in wisconsin so i've spent a lot of time up there and my favorite area is the driftless region which if mm-hmm. you're not aware was uh the part of wisconsin that was mm-hmm. not basically um leveled by glaciers mm-hmm. uh and so it's beautiful in and the hilly. 60s yeah in the 60s, 60s. um <laughs> So it's beautiful and hilly and lots of uh, beautiful art and places. And I'll probably talk about the art tour at some point. It's a big part of me mm-hmm. uh, and something I think everyone should know about. But um, but yeah, so Spring Green, shout out, and Mineral Point, shout out to those two towns for being uh, what I like to consider my backyard at all times. Um, they're my favorite sweet, sweet, places sweet. to visit. And you want to talk a little bit about your college town? You don't have to. Oh yeah, I go uh, I go to school in Milwaukee. Um, I'm very familiar with it. I've been here for like almost three and a half years or so. I have a lot of recommendations if you need them. Yeah, we're definitely going to do a Milwaukee local business um, local business episode. But one thing that I think is cool about Midwesterners is that any city, even like a small one that you go to, they have like 50 different recommendations for places you could go. And uh, I think that's really important. So we'll definitely talk about that at some point. Um, so I'm probably the least native Midwesterner um, in that I was actually born in Stamford, England, but my family moved to the Rockford area uh, when I was about three. And I grew up here. That's where I met uh, Tawny and Rivers. Uh, and we've been friends ever since. Um, and if you don't know, Rockford is the second largest city in Illinois, debatably a Rockford, uh, Rockford is a Chicago suburb. Some people don't think that. I think the suburbs reach up into Wisconsin and all the way out to Rockford personally. Uh, I think it definitely counts as a suburb, but whatever. Um, but if you're not from uh, Illinois uh, and I'm from Rockford, I'm definitely going to tell you I'm from Chicago because otherwise you're going to think I live in the middle of cornfields uh, and I don't. There's plenty of Portillo's to break up the cornfields out here. But I would say, yeah, my backyard, definitely Milwaukee. Milwaukee is like kind of a hometown to me. Did you have something, Rivers? Yeah, not to uh, not to blow up your spot, uh, because that is also something that I thought that Rockford was the second largest city. That actually has now uh, been ousted by Aurora, according to recent U.S. Census data. 
Uh, Rockford is the third largest city, but it held the distinction as the second largest city in Illinois for four decades. Dang. Wow. Anyway, the things you can learn from Google. Oh my gosh. Well, more reason to never leave your hometown. (laughs) Um, So yeah, my backyard, I would definitely say Chicago, grew up going there and really like specific suburbs pretty often, especially Schaumburg because there's just so much good food and I love Woodfield Mall. Um, But definitely also, I mean, like Six Flags (laughs) Uh, and like Milwaukee, Madison, Champaign-Urbana. I have a ton of family down there. My sister and dad went to U of I. Um, And then I actually went to undergrad in the South. I'll talk about that at some point. Um, But yeah. Yeah. What about you, Rivers? Uh, Born and raised in Rockford, Illinois. Yeah. Uh, And I don't know. I was having trouble thinking of backyards because your like kind of thing about it was that you can like know it without GPS. You can't navigate anything. And I can't, I couldn't navigate out of my hometown. Yeah. Yeah. But I definitely feel like Whitewater is somewhere that I can navigate without a GPS and that I know pretty well. And I also feel like Wisconsin Dells is not a place that I can navigate without GPS by any means, but that I spent a lot of time in, especially as a child. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. I'm so excited to talk about Wisconsin Dells at some point because I I was thinking about uh, really unlocking a core memory about a troll that Uh um, I'm just so excited to talk about. And and see that other people have seen it because I'm starting to think I'm the only one who saw him. But we'll see. Yeah, well, we'll get to that. We'll have to make that one of our upcoming episodes. Um, But yeah, and then so... Do you guys want to talk a little bit about how we met? Sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm, like maybe Tawny, you could talk about how you met Rivers and then how I met you and then I, and I met Rivers and we'll kind of go through the whole thing. Yeah, Cron- we can kind of Cron- chronologically. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. So every time I think about that Rivers and I met when we were probably like three and four, it's so mind boggling to me because I, I don't think I even could think it that age but I remember very distinctly uh meeting him uh but yeah we met in dance um and we uh bonded over like historical fantasy lesbian fiction yeah Um, lesbian erotica not to be like we we weren't like the other girls but I am a boy (laughs) now and you're a bisexual leaning toward the lesbianic so I you, you know what it, you find each other in this life. <laughs> you really find the people you need. You uh, yeah, other. no, we were definitely the odd ones out, but because of all the erotica, it really was. It, I I don't want to paint a picture of it being like, uh, these other these other horrible girls, these other hose beasts, like whatever. Like I don't want to paint that picture. I think these, uh, like by and large, the girls there were really sweet and really wonderful. Um, and we're obviously like way better at me than dancing, but I will say that not a lot of them brought lesbian erotica from into the public library. dance from the public library. At actually, a single digit age. Actually, I own that book. Uh, but yes, <laughs> so some of them, me. some of them were erotica from the library at like, like ten. I I couldn't. Yeah, I we bonded over so many weird things that it was mm-hmm. just like, how do I? How do I even talk? Like we had our own language probably in dance class. Well, we definitely have our own language now. 
Um, <laughs> and so then years later, late elementary school, early middle school, I met Rivers in uh, a local children's choir. And I want to be abundantly clear. Uh, this was not a church choir, right? And this was not a school choir. This was a municipal, we meet in a performing arts center basement children's choir. It was a really only, only purely homosexual children. And, and, and I would say, and Mennonites, yeah, and homeschoolers who were kind of the vibe of this place. And, you know, it was like some of us did wear cat ears, right? You know? Some of um, us had to legally wear cat ears. Who amongst us? Is not. Yeah, who didn't wear cat ears? And some of us wore very long denim skirts. Wait, what were you going to say about the choir? I was going to say, wasn't it technically audition? Oh, yeah, you did have to audition for it. Okay. But yeah, 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 yeah. And so um, I met him and pretty soon after we went on like a festival of the Americas tour to Indianapolis and we just completely bonded on that trip over so many things. I called you a breeder. We that were was so funny. So weird. A story for another time. You took me in a hot topic. Somebody thought that I was like heterosexual. Well, yeah. somebody thought that I was having a that I was like seizing up because, because I was, he laughing, was laughing so, so hard. hard. Yeah. And that just that choir was so amazing. And um, and you know, hey, like they told us, don't don't talk about gay stuff. And now you're getting your gay stuff degree. Yeah, so. they, they did. And by they, I mean the choir director did explicitly pull us aside and say, please Stop. don't talk <laughs> about penises anymore. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was lesbian and gay stuff. I didn't get, I didn't hear penises. She specifically told us to stop talking oh, about penises. Oh, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> she specifically told us to stop talking oh, about penises. Oh, that's so bad. She said, there's impressionable young minds here. Well, yeah. listen. Sorry, our snack time slap harder than yours. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stop feeding us cheese sticks. It's a yeah. phallic image. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. And then also, you are like to Woody Guthrie. Okay, so, okay, we probably can't say that. <laughs> we, we can't say that. We probably definitely cannot say that. Okay, well, I'll bleep it out, but then people will think I've said something worse than Jay Owing. Just bleep out this whole thing. For like <laughs> bleep out when you said right in that time when I just said it, but don't bleep out when you said Jay Owing. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. Okay, back on track, back on track. And then Emily joined that children's choir and it was like, a breath of spring, a vision from heaven. She knew about Blur, the band. She wore that one outfit that one day. And I just, I knew, I knew I need to go invite this girl to walk around the sketch area. <laughs> you can't say sketch. You cannot say the, sketch. The, no, I mean like by the river is legit in shambles. Not like sketch, like the way people say it to mean I'm racist about this neighborhood. I know, but if I can't say jerking off, I feel like you probably shouldn't <laughs> you say sketchy. No, like I literally mean the dock is peeling off into the water. Well, like, also, I mean, there's just like creepy older men who right. vibe around that park and like right. followed us down to the dock where we could have gotten thrown into the water. And she was I had like, a great time. Cool. It was so fun. Yeah. And I knew I needed to be friends with her. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, we just kind of have been friends ever since through, through swing dancing at a Lutheran church. And I actually wasn't part of those original oh, swing dancings. 
I know, but that I'm saying that she and I have been friends. Right, but I'm not no saying that. No one's leaving that. you out. I'm not saying that for you. I'm saying that for the podcast, you oh, know, okay. for the people who don't know us. Okay, well, yeah. And then different <laughs> art stuff and and college and life. And yeah, we've just kind of always stuck together. We just stuck together. Yeah. Just three little gay things three stuck little together. Little, little slips of a gay thing <laughs> weird little things yeah so we also said we would maybe talk about some of like our favorite memories together um just to give you a picture into who we are or do you want to do you have anything you want to say about that buddy yeah i i mean we've had so many good times you two uh, <laughs> and <laughs> it's true okay um that sounds like you're about to fire <laughs> We've had so many good times working at the Froyo Zone, <laughs> but unfortunately, I'm gonna have to let you off. <laughs> you all go, yeah. Remember that time that you spilled popping boba on the regional manager? That's Listen. actually why we're, you're getting fired. Listen, that it, and, and let me be clear: it was one of the great times we had together. <laughs> but I cannot keep you on staff. Yeah, <laughs> in good faith, I cannot. <laughs> Well, I was just going to talk about a uh, shout out to the Linden Sculpture Garden mm-hmm. for being a beautiful place. Uh, and it's also very fun because uh, Ever will get very excited about all the flora and fauna, especially right. the, the, the frogs. And we can spend hours just being like, uh, there's a frog, there's a turtle. It's great. Watching them, yeah. Ev loves nothing, a good Nothing frog. better. Yeah. I, I never feel closer to you two than when we're touching a frog touching a frog that's true yeah and that one time i climbed one of the sculptures because you said i could but then i got yelled at you did get yelled at yeah well (laughs) that's on me yeah yeah that one's on you uh yeah well okay so i have i have kind of like two big ones one is like a teen years one so i know i just went through a whole thing where i said we were inseparable but there was actually a time where we kind of didn't see rivers for a while because he was going through some stuff Listen, and... I was an emo kid in high school. I didn't have time for friends. I was too busy listening to My Chemical Romance. <laughs> Fair. Um, and, but Tawny and I were really close and uh, we kind of coaxed him into coming with us to the Milwaukee Art Museum on like two separate really good high school occasions. And then it just became like a tradition. Um, but I just remember like being in Tawny's mom's Prius and listening to you. a Prius? Yeah. I don't yeah. know anything about cars. Yeah. Listening to you tell stories about your like exploits and just being at the mall and I mean mall, <laughs> hockey art museum and just really like every part of it was so wonderful and so special. And I still have pictures of us. I love you guys a lot. And I, every part of those few days were just so special. Uh, when we went to the spy, like the safe house, the spy themed restaurant. Oh yeah. And I told you that your heels or whatever were sexy, sexy. Yeah. And we, and we, um, we went to, uh, Bucus de Beppus. Oh, Bucus de Beppus. And we, <laughs> Buca de Beppo. Bu- uh, Buca, Buca de, de Mormon. Yeah. And we, we kept making Buca de Beppo jokes and we made them to the waiter who was obviously <laughs> was so, so fed up with our stuff. Yeah. Yeah. With our whole thing. So that's kind of one of my like childhood, like those times we would go to the Milwaukee Art Museum. And I really think that that's how we ended up becoming like close as a unit, like into adulthood, you know? Yeah. yeah it's definitely our trips to Milwaukee. Yeah. Super definitely. special. Because we were all childhood friends, definitely. And you and Tawny kind of like 
like grew up together a little bit. And I'm not saying like, I was still in touch with you guys, but like, I feel like we really formed an like adult alliance friendship unit. Yeah. And I think also like I knew you when you were a really little kid and I thought of you as my really close friend, but I think you thought of me as just like, I thought of you as a full adult. Yeah. You're, you only, thought I was a 17. Year, you're only a year older than me, but I don't know why when I was like 12, I did think you were like 16 or 17. Yeah. That could have been all the penis talk. Yeah, or the fact that I listened exclusively to the Indigo Girls. I feel yeah. like you told me that, Rivers. I feel like you told me that uh, Ever was, like, way older, and then yeah. I, I met him, and then it was well, like, wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because one time you were sitting on his bed, and your skirt rode up slightly. Yeah, <laughs> like, after my dad yelled at us. <laughs> my friend would love that. <laughs> um, But anyway, so that's, like, my favorite, like, that kid. Skirt? I missed that skirt. The anyway. one you wore to the anime convention? I've never been. Yeah, you did. Remember the MomoCon weekend? Lake House. Different skirt. Oh, tragic. <laughs> Every skirt in my mind is that one skirt that you met my siblings in. Anyway, so the point is, uh, that was a really special memory for me. And then also our most recent like excursion is uh, we went to LA to see the reunion show, the My Chemical Romance reunion at the Shrine in december 2019 which i wasn't there she didn't tawny didn't come to the shrine she flew out the next day because she had stuff to do but we did like literally all of la uh we did everything for tawny's birthday in disneyland we flew back on literally on christmas eve unpopular opinion uh disneyland is better than disney world that is literally only an unpopular opinion because of the part of the world we live in because people from here just go down to Florida. Oh, yeah. Yeah, although I think I like Magic Kingdom Haunted Mansion just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Wow, I don't know. Hey, right. That's so fair. Couldn't couldn't be me. But anyway, uh, and we did like all the museums. We did the Broad, AKA Broad. We did the Getty. We did everything and it was so wonderful and so magical. And we had Furbies and we were in an Airbnb and we flew back on Christmas Eve. And then like the oh, world that almost made us all late. Yeah, that was yeah. almost a really big problem. Oh yeah, that was beautiful. But I remember like when you got me that iced mocha when we literally sprinted through LAX in 15 minutes and then we got to our gate on time and you got me that iced mocha. I was like, this is what it means to love. <laughs> this is what it means to live. Yeah, I had to this take like a shuttle and everything and somehow we made our plans. Yeah, we sure did. Uh, and you got to eat at a Popeye's in Salt Lake City. So I think did. about that. That was pretty good. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What are some of your favorite memories, buddy? Oh, I mean, definitely the House on the Rock trip for Tawny's 20th birthday. Yes. Uh, because uh, it was, it really was that kind of experience that you can't recreate. Because, because beforehand she told us it would be pretty. Well, right. Because Tawny had childhood memories of House on the Rock, mm-hmm. um, which for people who don't know, is um, the playpen of a millionaire who... Uh, liked to recreate instruments that could play themselves and collect Santas. It's truly the most magnificent place on earth. And in the build-up to that, like Tawny was remembering it from childhood and was like, it's so beautiful, it's so kitschy, it's so lovely. Mm-hmm. And we got there. And, and every it was light bulb so, was red. And you dunked on me the whole it, time. It was so haunted. I mean, like like floor to ceiling carpets yeah and like so warm a cacophonous horrible symphony i I would say lit 
at max 30% light at any given place in it. And it smelled like sex and musk. Like (laughs) it really did smell like a guy who lived there with a woman that he didn't marry for his whole life. Yeah. And like, there was just like the self-playing instruments were really cool because they were like a, a work of engineering genius but they were also self-tuned by a man who could not read or understand music well right but also i'm sure at the time that they were created they were tuned fine but there are two things there are two things one instruments need to be tuned regularly and two it does not strike you how much an instrument needs to be played by a human being (laughs) until it is being played by played especially percussion because like the (laughs) strings rooms were definitely creepy but the percussion was ungodly like it was just yeah and the the carousel from um american gods with all the mannequins on it, you know some of those mannequins got. You know, oh yeah, that was freaky. But then I oh, will the say, angels are terrifying. Oh yeah, yeah, I like the angels. But I'll say that so it has an inside and like an outside portion that you sort of have to wind around to get through all the inside portions, and the outside portion it was snowing because uh, Tawny's birthday is in December, and we were walking in through the inside portions, which were dimly lit, musty, super haunted. And then you would walk to the outside and the energy, it was like 180 degree. Flip, yeah. It was where beautiful, it, silent snow falling yeah, like on a Japanese gorgeous, garden. Yeah. And it was like truly ephemeral. Yeah. And then you'd walk back inside into the fun house. And then we went to a cheesecake factory. Yeah. And then we went to a cheesecake factory. And we almost like went into a ravine because it yeah. was terrible. Oh, yeah. In my Mini Cooper. Yeah. I yeah. was driving. That was really, really good. Yeah. That was a great memory. I, and okay, I need to say the children's choir trip to. to oh, and you had green eyebrows. Oh yeah, my eyebrows were dyed green. Ever had green eyebrows? How how old that? were you in like in lime Indianapolis? Green. You were like twelve in Indianapolis. Yeah, probably eleven. That or, also probably eleven is or twelve. Legit, one of the best memories of my life. Like, do I think that event was well planned or well executed? No, 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 no. But every moment of it was so fun. And I felt like that true, that like platonic, but extremely deep, like emotional intimacy and love and camaraderie that you can feel for like other weird children Mm -hmm. at that specific age. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It was so, it was so, so good. That trip too was really, really excellent. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, yeah. Tawny, do you have any other memories you need to extrapolate upon? I mean, we'll probably talk about it later, but there were quite a few very interesting shows within the choir that we put on (laughs) that uh, really were bonding experiences in so many ways. (laughs) Right. Yeah, sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And I will also say like antiquing with you. Yeah. Like, like you not only enjoyed going through antique malls with me, but you like got it. Like you knew which stuff was nice and which stuff was kind of silly. And that was really, really important to me in like childhood into being a teenager, especially, but even in adulthood. And then of course the time in our life where we were doing weekly swing dancing with yeah. like the other cast of characters of Rockford, Illinois, which yeah. was just, yeah. Like that was so special to me. Like we'd go to the 
Cherryvale Mall Starbucks because it was the only place that was still open afterwards. We could keep talking. Yes. We, yeah, closed down many a Culver's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, well, um, I guess the next thing on our little like agenda was maybe what we love most about the Midwest and why we wanted to do this project. Um, and I just wanted to say like, part of it is really capturing like a specific relationship that we have that I think is so unique because like we really have always, I know we talked a little bit about like you kind of taking your time rivers, but I don't know, like we've always, I don't know, like been close and had a really sweet like friendship and there's kind of other Midwestern pals like, like Renee will be on the podcast at some point. Well, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. I was going to say that I feel like that like lifelong friendship uh-huh. obviously happens everywhere, but I feel like it's a really uniquely Midwestern thing. Like yeah, I talk to I people, agree. I talk to people who aren't from the Midwest and they're like, oh yeah, no, I don't like, I don't still talk to people that I knew in grade school. Right. But I, I, I agree. Like there's that element of it. And just that, again, like, I love you guys. And I think it would be fun to do kind of a little comedy thing. But also, like, I just think Midwest, best place on earth, literally heaven. I look at a polar vortex and I think, how could this give anyone seasonal depression? It's literally, name a more beautiful thing. I have my Um, window open. I'm fully taking advantage of the situation. Yeah. So one, I love the Midwest. And I feel like, you know, I want to shed some light on some really like beautiful, underappreciated places. And yeah, I don't know. I just think like there's a lot to learn from weird, local, cute little stuff. And that's kind of my main stuff. Yeah, I would say I always feel like it kind of has it all. I mean, obviously, like not certain climates, but but there's something about the fact that we lived, you know, in a place that like there's suburbs, but there's also rural, but there's also urban. And mm-hmm. like, I, I I think yeah, like big, I met people where it's like they only lived in the suburbs. They really didn't, there was, it wasn't really all that accessible to go anywhere else <laughs> or even be. And so like, we really benefited from a lot of different right. areas and experiences because of that. Mm-hmm. It, well, because that, we are geographically kind of in a triangle between Milwaukee, Chicago, and Madison. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm listening. I'm sorry. Yeah. And we never, we didn't really live in like too small of a town, but it, there was, it it obviously wasn't like in a city or anything like that. So yeah, I just feel like there's a lot here. And then I don't know, I just, I love the lake. I love being by a large body of water. And I mean, I have most experience with Wisconsin and Illinois. So that's probably the most, most of what I'll talk about and what I have experienced in and love. But, um, but yeah, there's just a lot of beautiful things. And, and there, I, I don't know. I, I I always think about like all of the weird places I've gone to. Like there's just so many just like kind of concentrated here of just like weird like interesting places I've gotten to experience or weird little sort of off the road places that are like on a different plane of existence almost. Yes. And there's just like there's that, but then also if you want to just go to like a Target or something, yeah. there's just like that option too. And there's just sort of a there's something, I don't know, kind of beautiful and, and intriguing about this place when you, when, if you live somewhere else, you probably don't think at all about that. You probably think mm-hmm. like, oh, there's like cornfields or there's, you know, yeah. backwoods kind of whatever. And that's really all it is, but there's a lot of hidden gems. 
Mm -hmm. Listen, there are NASCAR people, but there also is the troll capital of the world. Yeah, think about that. Well, and I also think that like the Northern Midwest, which I classify as Chicago and Northern Illinois, Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Michigan are just like obscenely beautiful, really in a lot of ways underappreciated, but just have like a cool, good culture. Like the people are nice and the food is amazing. And there's so much like widespread love and support for really, really awesome local businesses. And it just is like heaven on earth. Like I've been other places. I didn't go to undergrad here, you know, like I've, and I have family in other parts of America and I have family in other parts of the world, you know, and I, I've traveled and I've seen it and it's cool. And I could live like, I could live in another hipster Mecca like Asheville or Portland but why when everything I touch is hipster Mecca? Like I love, it's just good here, but it's so much more, it's like, it is, but it's not. It's more sincere than being like a hipster. Like there's, there's zero level of irony with it. It's just sincere. I love my toboggan hat and my cheese and my Polish last name. And it's just so good. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the Midwest is a good place to be a teenager. I mean, particularly Rockford, because there's just enough about it to really hate. And yeah, that you'll get out and do something with your life. And there's just enough, like, there's just enough to like. Yeah, you aren't just smoking weed in your basement, although you probably are also doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, I think the Midwest has a bunch of towns that are like, yeah, you're going to end up like going to school in Chicago and you're going to go on to do great things. But once Christmas rolls around, come on home to a diner that has every food from every continent. Yeah, and I mean, uh, it, I've definitely, there's some things to be said about getting out of it and, and that kind of thing. And I think plenty of people have very, very valid reasons for that. But mm-hmm. I guess just, yeah, it's almost like there was a, I don't know, like a switch. Like, yeah, you grow up of like, oh, geez, I need to get out of here. I need to get out of here. But then once you meet people, meet your best friends and really go on adventures, you realize like, there's like limitless possibilities for adventure here for some reason. Yeah. It's super weird, but there kind of is, or at least for me. And I mean, yes, and no, people I have different inclinations or desires and stuff, but there's something about it that like, once you're, you know, that camaraderie is there, Mm-hmm. And you go on these adventures, there's just something sort of magical about it. I don't know why. I, maybe that sounds weird. No, no, I, I agree. <laughs> and I think that like, there's something for everyone. I think that's part of it. But I guess I should say this. I was going to save this for a different podcast. But I want to say, we acknowledge that the Midwest has its problems, definitely with like race and racism um, and segregation. And I wanted to put this out there. This is a Midwest podcast. We don't hate anywhere. Now, do I, despite like loving when we went to LA and it was amazing and I thought it was awesome, do I maybe think like New York and LA are a little overhyped? Sure. Do I maybe think that New York is a dirty Chicago full of mean people? Sometimes, but I also think it has a lot of cool history and there's wonderful art there and whatever, you know. But like, this is not to discount the experiences of people in other parts of the country that get, you know, like a lot of hate for that. 
Uh, I have lived in the American South. I actually think, uh, especially the urban South, is better about race than all of the Midwest, like blanket statement, no, no question. Um, because I think that they didn't grow up being taught that racism is a bad thing that happened elsewhere, but never existed here. Well, um, and also I do think that there is something about Midwestern niceness. Yeah. As much as I mm-hmm. like Midwestern niceness, uh-huh. I do recognize that it is a polite facade that you kind of put on to deal with other people yes. and talking about difficult issues is not s- typically something that you do to keep being nice. Right, 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 right. I agree. So I just wanted to put it out there. We don't think we're better than Southern people, especially Appalachian people who are like historically discriminated against and caricaturized in really inappropriate ways. And we are definitely all like living in urban environments now and studying in urban environments now. We don't think we're better than rural people. And we're really going to try to like not make those kind of comparisons. Yeah, we also recognize that the Midwest is not a perfect place. Right, yeah. Redlining exists, like homophobia, racism, all extant here. Yes. uh, And thrives here. But I think that part of this project is about finding the good things that we love and you know maybe mm-hmm. drawing and those wanting out. to improve them yeah yeah and wanting to improve the bad parts so that the good parts can maybe shine more. well because I hate to say it but like most of the people that I know who I like grew up around they're either like trying to make the midwest a better place or they're like gentrifying Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like like for people of our like age and vocations, there's not, I mean, like in on some level, the world is our oyster, but on other levels, it's like everywhere we go, we kind of have to strike that balance. And at least for me, that balance is, is here, you know? Um, but I definitely think, yeah, like no hate and definitely no, no hate to people who had to escape their hometown or people who stayed in their hometown of, 12,000 people forever. Like, I think, you know, different strokes for different folks. Um, Why can you say different strokes for different folks? But, but I can't you talk can't about say J-O-ing. J-O-ing. Yeah, I know. That's fair. <laughs> Strike it. <laughs> right. I'll, I'll bleep it. Don't worry. We'll edit it in post. Um, <laughs> I think we should we just won't. bleep random words and be like, figure it out. As the person who it seems like is going to be doing the editing for this. <laughs> it does seem like you're going to be doing I the editing. I will not be... I will not be bleeping different strokes for different folks. Okay. I can settle on that. But anyway, um, before we go, so when we have a guest, we're going to end with games. But when we're, it's just us, we're going to end with like a small business shout out. And uh, shout out to Michelle Blackwell uh, on Instagram or Dussel or Bust. Her, her internet name is Dussel. Uh, yeah, go freaking find her all over the internet. Go look at her website go look at her art Instagram or her regular Instagram. Um, she's amazing. She is, she did all of our website design and all of our like social media design, um, which by the way, we have a website. We have a Kofi or Kofi if you want to tip us. Um, I don't necessarily know if I did anything worth monetizing on this episode, but like as we get into it, it would be really appreciated. Uh, we also have a red bubble where you can find some awesome merch, um, not only by Michelle, but by other friends of the podcast. And yeah, if you want, you can email us questions or comments, just keep them polite and nice at peachespod815. You want to be rude, send them directly to my DMs, no, baby. No, do not, baby. 
uh, peachespod815 like gmail.com. Do not. But his email is um, DJ. Don't give my email <laughs> out. <you laughs> absolute curmudgeon. Yeah, we can have one um, alternate email that's like, send us your nastiest no do not <laughs> that is like career suicide for me just like get it out yeah well okay kids this has been a great episode go listen to the new trixie mattel cover it's very <laughs> okay it's very trixie. yeah it's really really good shout out friend shout of out the podcast <laughs> oh i don't want to get sued <laughs> alleged friend of the podcast <laughs> it's not liable if you say alleged right I, I think that legally is how it works. It's just legally binding, yeah. All right, well, see you later, friends. Bye. Bye.